Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today for Stretch Conversations. To learn more about Stretch and what we're doing, you can visit www.stretchforwomen.org or follow us on Instagram at stretchforwomen. I hope you enjoy today's conversation. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, today, we have a very special guest. Jamaica Henderson is in the building. Hey, hey, hey. Today, um, the question that we are posing is pinned. We, we didn't do that last week, but we are here for it this okay. week. Come on, technology? On the stretch page um, to get everyone thinking. And this week's question is, do you find it challenging for God's goodness to coexist with your difficult emotions and why? Um, so we're just going to start um, and let Jamaica kind of share anything that came up with that question or what are you thinking? Yeah. Yeah. I've obviously thought about this a lot, but first, before I get into it, I just want to say, like, thank you guys so much um, for being you. And I know that, like, this is, takes a lot of work and a lot of prayer and a lot of obedience. And so just thank you guys for having this space for people to be real and to be honest and um, talk about things that are not necessarily the most popular things to talk about. Um, I just really appreciate both of your guys' authenticity. And thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, this question is so funny because I feel like my immediate response would probably not be the popular answer. Um, I have come to find that um, emotions actually, my difficult emotions and being with God is the times where I've heard from him the most mm -hmm. and the most powerful times when I look back on my life. Um, or the times where I feel like I was closest to God is when I had difficult emotions raging with inside of me. Um, and yeah, I think that I, I had a lot of thoughts with it too. It's because I think the assumption a lot of times is that when you have a difficult emotion that all of a sudden that is the thing that rules, right? Like you no longer believe in what God says and all of his promises and different things, but it's like, what do you do with those emotions? And um, I think, I want to hear your guys' opinion on this too, because I think this is the common denominator is, or the, a common thing is that negative emotions are wrong, um, especially in the Christian world. Like you shouldn't feel, you shouldn't, um, you should just be happy all the time. Everything's fine. Like God is good. What are you talking about? Um, <laughs> right? The literally. Yeah. Right? And I think that we often can forget that um, negative emotions are actually, or all of our emotions are actually from God he's given them to us. And Elaine um, talked about this on her stretch with you guys. And I thought it was so good just about like the Psalms and how much like David lamented, but then was like fired up about life. Like it ranged from all different kinds yeah. of array, everything that you could possibly feel. Um, and I think oftentimes we, we view negative emotions as a negative thing, right? Like we feel negative. So then we feel bad about feeling those things. And, I think that, Absolutely. yeah, I think that um, when you take a second and I I've been, was a part of this thing recently this week and it blew my mind and I hope it helps everyone listening, but um, there is your spirit, soul, and body, right? You hear that all the time, spirit, soul, body. Um, and there was this little like graph that this person who was teaching that this had. Um, and she said, oftentimes, 
we, and especially in the world, a lot of times people have their body rule over their soul, which then rules over their spirit. And your emotions is what lives in the middle in the soul, right? That's a part of who you are. And so um, what she said was, which was really, really cool, and what she prayed over us before we started, like, our meeting was that our spirit would rise and that would be the thing that was in control. And so I think that with negative emotions, um, letting that the Holy Spirit come and comfort and and he knows that they're there. He knows he can handle it, right? I think that Lane said that a lot. You guys were talking about that a lot when Lane was on of, like, he can handle it. He's not they're like oh gosh i can't believe that you're coming to me with this negative emotion that actually he though he sent the holy spirit as our comforter and um the holy spirit for me personally like in every time that i've had a negative emotion the holy when i pause and let my spirit roll over my emotions i don't discount my emotions which is what a lot of us do we numb them out and um discount them (laughs) right we turn on netflix or um, that's, you know, array, an array of things that we do to, um, like, discount what we're feeling um, and numb it out. But as some of us know, I'm sure that actually when you numb things out, it doesn't help anything. It's still there. Clearly. Um, and, and especially during a time of quarantine where we're at home a lot more or we don't, like, have interactions like we know or the distractions aren't as easy we don't have as strong as work distractions i've come to find in the people i'm talking to that the negative or the things that we have put down and buried are actually coming to the surface um and so instead of feeling guilty about those feelings what do we do with them we bring them to the lord and um and every single time there's never been a time where i haven't been met with love and comfort um from the holy spirit so that was a long-winded answer. No, I would love to hear what you guys think. <laughs> no, that answer is perfection. Um, I totally related to what you were saying about kind of the counter perspective. I didn't truly start walking in giving God those really, really, really hard emotions till like literally like a week ago. Um, so Which was I- so powerful on Lane's. I was listening to it and I was like, oh my gosh, she had breakthrough. Oh, yes. No. And it was crazy because you're right. Like I had to get through so much, I guess, religion or just this enemy's thought that these things are bad and I should keep them to myself. So for two and a half years of me walking with the Lord, he's growing me in my emotions, but I had never had that breakthrough with him specifically. Just having it with freaking Kimmy or like anybody else was already a milestone, but I don't think I realized until the last couple of weeks that I had really never gotten to that space with God. And doing that I pretty much cussed him out like 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 to sum it all up and I have never felt closer to God in my life I have never felt more loved I've never felt more comforted and I didn't know that that's what I was missing like it's like this lie that this is so bad and I'm such a bad Christian for feeling these things and I'm not praying hard enough or I'm not doing the things enough to remove these feelings because they're really the enemy and they're wrong and so it's like meeting God there or him meeting me there rather definitely changed everything for me but I just it it literally took years for me to get there and get to that moment of being okay with letting him into like that place in my heart but I had no idea (laughs) yeah that's like that reminds me of a conversation I had with Nelson Luna (laughs) hey shout out to Nelson dude he's the best at talking about emotions Mm -hmm. um 
but he was just saying like a lot of times we think about negative emotions as like being like these states that we're in um and he, he was just like we can't look at them as states but more as like signals right like you guys were saying um but that we don't emotions don't have control over us and we don't have control over our emotions we have dominion and the yeah. control and, and dominion okay. is that the emotion is present and you get to kind of tell it okay this is you're telling me something and this is my response but in but with control it's like you want it to just go away but with dominion it stays present and you actually have to deal with it and speak to it and allow it to speak and then also pray and ask God to speak into whatever that emotion is. So I just thought That's that so was good. really good. Like that helped me a lot with learning like emotional healing. Cause uh, for me, I thought emotional healing was like being able to feel really feel what I'm feeling when I'm feeling it. And <laughs> that's not really true. Emotional freedom is having dominion over the emotion yeah. up in so your heart. Um, so really good. Everything that everybody's saying. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> um, but we do have some questions. Oh, there's more. <laughs> okay. And actually, it's just kind of like in this space. Um, when did you first recognize that both God's joy, his grace, and all the things can coexist with your difficult emotions? Like, when did that happen for you? Um, this is going to be really strange, but everything's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was actually eight years old. Um, I had... I have had an interesting upbringing as a lot of people have. Um, and when I first like heard the Lord um, was at a time where I had as an eight year old, very dynamic emotions and very um, was very confused. I think that's something that happens a lot with emotions that come up is it creates confusion because you're not really quite sure where they're coming from. You're not quite sure what's going on. Um, and so, yeah, I was eight years old. My mom, had gone through some things and made some decisions and we were living with extended family and we're in between a lot of life. And, um, my mom had gone through a tough thing and I don't want to get into details. <laughs> um, but, uh, it was definitely a time in my life where I had nothing but God. Like I didn't have friends. My family was broken. I didn't have, um, school even like I was just so I felt so 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 alone and um I will never forget opening up like this children's bible that I had and I opened it to like Matthew 6 I don't even know how I even got there but um I just remember having all these things of like God I don't know why I'm here I don't know if you're real because it doesn't really seem like you're real right now and everything is falling apart around me but what what I like I didn't have anything else to turn to mm. um and I found Matthew six, which is like, do not worry about anything for God. Take like, look at the birds of the field, look at the lilies of the valley. Like God takes care of them. Why wouldn't he take care of you? Um, come on, kids Bible. Yes. Me. <laughs> um, so through all of that, like, I just remember looking at it and being like, this is it. Like I only have this to, to go off of. Like, I just, I don't have anything else. Like this is the only thing that I can put any type of faith in. I don't have a person. I didn't have a pastor. I didn't have a kid's pastor. I didn't have, like, I didn't have anybody. I had this Bible to believe in. And um, that was the first time that he met me and all of these negative emotions, but just reassured me that everything was going to be okay. And mm. I don't know. I don't know how um, he did that, but God is pretty, pretty magnificent. So um, yeah, that was probably the first time that it's happened. So good. Um, yeah. And I guess with that happening at eight years old and happening so young, um, and you've obviously like been in the church like 
for so long, so many years, even though you are still young. Mm -hmm. um, curious, how did growing up in church kind of shape your view of processing negative emotions, meeting God at eight um, and beginning that journey? Did the church take away from that perspective or grow that dynamic? Like what was your journey in the church within the view of your negative emotions? Yeah, I think that there was, with that particular time, um, God definitely came and comforted me, but also I buried a lot purely for survival. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who've been through things like that, where it's like, I literally, I have to be strong for a lot of people who are around me, or, um, I don't even know how to process this. Like I wasn't even old enough. Mm -hmm. Um, and so a lot of it was buried and that's why I recommend as much as possible not to bury it if you don't have to, um, and to process it with safe people. And so that's what I did. Pastor Julian um, was my youth pastor at the time. And um, I was really involved in like the youth leadership of our youth ministry. And um, he just asked me a few questions about like, hey, like what was your upbringing like and whatever. And um, that was the first time where I felt like I could be, that was a safe person that I could talk to that could handle my emotions. Mm -hmm. And that's something that has been tough for me my whole upbringing is because of being the stable one and the safe one for everyone else, it was hard to find people who I could be that or who could be that for me because I didn't, I didn't have that. So who was, I wasn't going to go to the same people who are relying on me for that. So growing up in church absolutely helped, but it was less about church. It was more about the people and that's mm. what church is. Um, Okay. And there's positive and negatives depending on the church. I mean, my mom grew up in a church that was basically a cult, in my opinion. Um, and that's where my parents met and stuff. And so that church didn't necessarily invoke that same yeah. health. But I've been at Oasis since I was 12 years old and nothing but um, kindness and, and acceptance. But oh, I learned this in therapy, guys, the, literally on Tuesday, Tuesday. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I guess it's a thing they do in AA where you go share, check, share. And so with people, um, if you share something that's vulnerable, you share it and then you check to see what their response is. And if their response is um, kind and comforting and receptive, then you can share more. And if they don't, you just change the subject. You don't continue, you just move on to the next thing. And so I think that's really crucial to find people who are safe and who love you regardless of your feelings and are strong enough to be like, okay, they're feeling that right now, but that doesn't mean that the world is over and I am terrified for them because they feel, you know? Yeah. That's really good. I grew up in church too, obviously. Um, preacher's kid, yay. Hey. Um, <laughs> and I... I had a very, I wouldn't say opposite experience. I think my experience changed a lot coming to Oasis. Oasis is fire. <laughs> um, if anyone needs a church, we got this. <laughs> <laughs> but I grew up in a more religious like background of a church. And everything was definitely like, have joy, be happy, praise the Lord. Like he's done too much for you to complain. Like what, what do you have to complain about? Like you have all this, this and this and this, you have a roof over your head, you have food on the table, like you have all these things. So it was kind of like negative emotions were negated. Um, so I was like burying, but it wasn't intentional. It was, that's just what I thought I was supposed to do. So I grew up with like this resentment in my heart towards mm -hmm. God. 
of like I can't feel like how I actually feel like my reality was just so different like even my mom sometimes I'll be like mom I have a headache no you don't don't speak that <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> but the headache's still there <laughs> so what do I do oh. can you give me an Advil <laughs> <laughs> can I get a medicine no. uh -huh. okay that's not faith <laughs> that's not faith yikes um so that was really difficult for me and that's kind of like what shaped my view of emotions so I've had a really difficult time with embracing negative emotions and just recently like I'm like okay I'm gonna share freely with the intimate people kind of like what you were saying in my circle of like you know like I don't just have this intimate moment with everybody I have right. like, a circle of friends who I know I can be like my full authentic 100% like raw emotions with them and yeah like I'm vulnerable with other people but it's not like intimate and I think that's really important um what you just said but that's my little journey you know <laughs> um and I think with this we're talking about like being joyful in the Lord versus like feelings of happiness and yeah. of, um can you speak to like your own definition of the difference between like joy and happiness like in a spiritual perspective mm -hmm. Yeah, I think joy, joy is so spiritual. I think that anyone who has felt it is like, oh, this is something that's like way deeper than anything I ever could like fathom on my own. Like I get happy when I see the people I love. I get happy when, you know, a song I like comes on. But joy is like this deep rooted, like every like reassurance, honestly. And I think that even the scripture that you shared with me in Psalms, like the joy comes like it's so so rooted in christ like it's a gift that he gives and i think when we when we feel all the things that we feel and we bring them to the lord in a healthy way i have always come to find that he those it's not that those emotions disappear necessarily it's not that they don't come back later but what happens in response is god always exchanges it with joy always 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 i mean like the, the most recent thing that I went through was a breakup with, with uh, a long-term boyfriend. And that was something that daily I was like, I just don't, I, I was like, talk about negative emotions, like, and confusing and whatever. And every single time I brought those emotions to the Lord, he replaced it with something else, uh, replaced it with that joy and, and comforted me and, and let me know that I was, everything was going to be okay. And it was never like, why are you feeling this way? Like you have so much life left to live. Like you're going to meet somebody else. Like he never, ever, ever, ever talks to us that way. Like, that's just not the God that we serve. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, like I, I've always been given that and there's always this reassurance. And even if I don't hear it directly from the Lord, cause I'm sure people are like, well, how do you hear from God? Which is a whole nother topic. Um, <laughs> oftentimes, and I'm sure you guys have had the, a similar thing of like, God will send people like I will get random words from people that are like, what? Like, what? Did you know I was going through that? And they're like, no, I just felt like I was supposed to call you. And I'm like, mm -hmm. and I'm crying on the phone. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. So God is always and sometimes it doesn't come. It doesn't come immediately. Like there's obviously ebbs and flows. And there's a reason for everything and that's the thing that really sucks but i think a lot of us look back on a lot of the the hurt and the trauma that has happened to our lives and been like man i am who i am today because of that like i i get to be jamaica 
the who I am today because I went through the stuff in my childhood and because I went through, you know, moving to LA and whatever, like I get to be who I am today and I love who I am today. So I'm not going to exchange any of that that I went through. And now I get to have conversations like these where I probably wouldn't have if I didn't go through those things. Yeah. So good. Um, yo, yeah, that just like spoke to me on a deeper level too. Like obviously um, moving from Texas to LA, like I was 23 at the time, but I still felt very, very, very much immature. Um, and I wasn't really walking with the Lord. So yeah, like I think sometimes I can get, we talk like down on myself about like my negative things and like my heart and like all this stuff. But what you just said, the, the statement of I literally wouldn't be who I am without those experiences. Like that just really <sighs> landed. <laughs> um, but I did, you referenced the scripture and I did, I feel like I wanted to let everyone know what that was. It was Psalm um, 119 verse 92. Um, if your instructions hadn't sustained me with joy, I would have died in my misery. So good. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> No, it's so good. Um, and then our last question for you. Um, can you share, I think we've talked a lot about the dynamic between negative emotions and uh, being with God in them. But do you have a perspective from a negative emotion you've had about God um, and being with him through that and seeing his joy come through that type of experience? Yeah, I think that, I mean, again, the most recent experience was a breakup. And I was like, God, I really feel like I heard you on this one. This is confusing. Um, and there was definitely negative emotions towards God because I felt like I was being obedient. Um, and he has come and comforted those things, like I was saying earlier. But also, I have to trust that that was for a reason. Like, yeah. I have to trust that and I have that's the pattern of God that I've seen as I've continually been like okay that made no sense and this feels like it's all your fault and why the heck like even the coronavirus I think that's easy to think like okay God you're all powerful what why why are we doing this like why is this happening why are we stuck in our homes it's been two months time's up like yeah. get it together <laughs> it's easy to do but he has a plan that's bigger than what we know and um he also protects us and i think that he just like a kid doesn't know when they run into the middle of the street like a toddler when that there's a car coming and they you get ripped into the sidewalk and kids are like oh didn't know i think that's what <laughs> i think that's what god does with us he doesn't we don't know what's going on but he'll rip us and all we'll feel is the arm being pulled, yeah. but we won't feel the hitting of a car. And we're I mad love about, oh, that was, that was good. <laughs> we'll feel that arm pull and we're like, ow, oh, look what you did to me. And he's like, bruh, I just saved you from a whole, you getting demolished by Literally. a car. Dude. So yeah, Dude. I think that's, that's what, what was even the question anymore? I forgot. It doesn't <laughs> matter. Okay, okay. <laughs> Literally, I don't remember it. That's so literally when you said that i imagine like my mom yanking me up and being mad about it and then never recognizing like the blessing that it was literally i'm stealing that for sure by the way please do <laughs> please do so good yeah Shoot. please do yeah that was good <laughs> oh my gosh jamaica so yes. happy that you came here with us today thanks for having me this is so fun you guys are amazing i'm so <laughs> glad that you're doing this 
What did Elise say? Tell my her arm used to always get grabbed. <laughs> I'm sure. Listen. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, we're just so thankful to have you with us and so thankful that you're supporting us and just with us on this journey. Um, I love you so much. And I love you guys. You're yeah. the best. Just thank you for blessing yeah. us with your presence, girl. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Anytime. Thank you for blessing. Just thank you. <laughs> Back at you. You yeah. guys are you're like, like such joy. I know. So I'm just like Aww. honored that you made time for us today. Oh my gosh. Thank you guys. I love you guys so much. Love, love you, girl. Bye. We'll be back next week with Carice Stevens. Hey. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.